Badass Life podcast. My name is Victoria Smith, and we are on episode number 83. If you're new to the Girl Tries Life podcast, this is a place where we aim to show you that there are so many different ways to live your most vibrant life. We give you tangible, actionable tips to do so by alternating with interviews with badass women who are doing incredible things, and weeks like this week where we do a coaching episode to give you the tools and skills and strategies to really tackle the challenges in your own life. Now, the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and we have a new affiliated podcast called Let's Do Coffee, which is hosted by Daniel Van Velen and produced by the Maji Center for New Venture and Student Entrepreneurship at Nate. Each episode features an interview with a student entrepreneur or Nate alumnus, and they dive into topics that explore their challenges, questions, and fears involved in operating their companies. So it's really a fascinating podcast. It comes out every couple of weeks. And to find the show, you go to Nate, N-A-I-T, dot C-A slash Maji Center, and that's M-A-W-J-I-C-E-N-T-R-E. So let's do coffee again with the Maji Center. So check that out. Also, as I record this, it is National Coming Out Day. So I wanted to tell you a little about ATB, who power the network here at Alberta Podcast Network. And ATB lights it up rainbow style for Pride across Alberta every year, from their building downtown Edmonton to the Pride Brick Road at our Stephen Avenue branch here in Calgary. It was actually, I mean, Pride has been and gone, but it was a beautiful sight to see. You could see it from the Calgary Tower. It was such a great picture and very Instagrammable. But ATB is a longtime partner of Camp Firefly and Firefly in Schools. So this is all about creating a safe space for kids that are LGBTQ and they do such fantastic work. So I'm so proud to be part of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB because they do such great work in the community. Now this week, I want to talk to you guys about what to do when you're overwhelmed. So this is not the podcast that I intended to record this week. I had all kinds of other ideas that were going to line up with the 121 day challenge that I'm doing But I and many women and people around North America and the world have been very affected by the news and politics. So fear not, this is not like a political podcast. This is not about me bashing the side whose opinion differs to mine. What this is, is a post about how to deal with the overwhelm in our lives. As I know so many people who are just emotionally exhausted at the moment. So I wanted to provide you with some tangible tools to help deal with your overwhelm because when you're feeling like you're drowning, it can be so hard to see the light. So let's start with the definition of overwhelm. It's to bury or drown beneath a huge mass, to feel defeated completely, to give too much of a thing to someone or something else. Usually my overwhelm in life is to do with putting too much on my plate or parenting, uh, you know, just the crazy to-do list. But these past two weeks have been about overwhelm related to politics for me and the onslaught of the news. But these strategies that I'm going to talk about, they work for any kind of overwhelm. So whether you are overwhelmed by parenting, family drama, being overworked, not having a job, illness, you name it, one of these strategies will help. It's not going to solve it all. It's not. But it will give you some reprieve from the overwhelm, which is so important for your mental, emotional, and physical health. So last point of clarification, 
and I'm not saying you should employ all of these strategies. And you'll soon see why, but to figure out which one will work best for you, for your given scenario, you need to know yourself. Know when you need to push yourself. Know when you need to rest. And if you're unsure, if you don't feel like you know yourself that well, then go through the strategies in the order that appeals to you and discover which one will give you some solace. So as a quick aside, in case you didn't know, last year, 2017, I interviewed the author of a book titled Overwhelmed, Work, Love, and Play When No One Has the Time. The author's name is Bridget Schulte. And the episode was full of such great wisdom from her, so I highly recommend you check it out. I linked to it in today's show notes at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash eight three. But I will also include the link to it in the blurb of wherever you are seeing receiving this podcast. So the first strategy I want you to try is about taking action. So in many cases of overwhelm, the most troubling aspect is that we feel as if we have no control over the scenario. We've been let go for a job, or we see government policies put in place that affect our livelihood, or our colicky child cannot be soothed until she screams herself to sleep. We feel useless, defeated, and totally out of control. And so I ask instead, what can you take control of? Where can you be useful? What small action can you take that may not change the bigger picture, but will give you a sense of purpose? So for me, this past couple of weeks, it was donating to individuals and causes that were in alignment with my beliefs. It was a small thing, and I was financially able to do so, but it made me feel like I was helping. And perhaps you're overwhelmed by your mental health. So what one thing can you take action of and control? Maybe it's making the bed. Maybe it's responding to one email today. Now, perhaps you're overwhelmed by your small kids. Raising my hand here. When I get overwhelmed, my action is to take five deep breaths. Or to force myself to take my kid to the playground, even on a snowy day, to make sure he burns off his excessive energy. Yes, I was the only one at the play park on the snowy Monday that just passed. Thank you for asking. The point is, it can be minute or mega. What action will help you move closer to what you want and or feel more in control? So the second strategy is about stepping back. So funny, I just spoke about taking action, but it turns out that in many cases of overwhelm, the right thing to do for yourself is to step back. Technically, it's a form of action, but go with me here. I mean this in a few different ways. So many women I know are overwhelmed with the recent Kavanaugh proceedings. So whichever side of the aisle you fall on, a lot of people are overwhelmed by it. And the 24-hour news cycle bombards us with stories so we can't get the opportunity to process, grieve, regroup. And so I advise that if you're in this scenario that you step away. Take a break from social media or the news or the conversations in your life with people who are talking about things that trigger you. Stepping back is so much about creating strong boundaries for yourself, both with people and technology, and you're the only one that can enforce that boundary. Another way to step back is to step into self-care. So if bubble baths are your thing, go for it, but maybe that means going to bed at 8 and feeling like a grandma, but feeling 10% happier tomorrow. Maybe it means going to that group fitness class, even if it means putting something else important to the side. Stepping back is very much about figuring out what your body and your mind need and giving it to yourself without judgment. 
So the third strategy is get grounded. And no, I'm not sending you to your room. Like, I had a great conversation with my counselor recently. And by the by, I highly recommend counseling for everybody. And we talked about this back and forth that most people experience between thinking about the past and worrying about the future. And she actually said that she's seen people lose months of their lives to that pendulum, where they know that they've lived it, but they have very little memory of that time. And it's because you're not present. You're living in your head and not in your body, and so you psychologically lose that time. Well, I don't want that to happen to me or to you, so what do you do about it? When you're feeling overwhelmed and giving in to worry and anxiety, the one thing that you can do to interrupt that pattern is to ground yourself in the present. But how, you might be asking. Meditation, if you're up for it. But gratitude always works. Always. (laughs) You actually can't be grateful and anxious in the same moment. Try it. Like, I dare you. You could be anxious an hour later, sure, but in the exact same moment, it is just not possible. So you could journal about your present day in the moments of gratitude, or you can simply take time to reflect and savor in moments and truly being present in certain moments. And it's hard to start with, particularly if it's not your norm, but the more I've tried it, the more I've found some incredibly beautiful moments. So the other day I was taking out the trash and I heard a flock of birds above and I just stopped and watched them breathing in the winter air and relishing in the feel of the cool breeze on my face. And sure, that sounds corny, but I felt so alive and I was taking out the trash. (laughs) Like... And that's just one example of the many moments that I've been able to be perfectly present for and embrace since making gratitude and mindfulness more of my everyday. So if full-on meditation isn't for you at this point, practice gratitude. And if you are wanting to give meditation a try, I highly recommend guided meditations. There's a great app called Headspace. You can get your first 10 sort of guided meditations for free, so it's something to give a go. Now, the last fourth strategy that I'm giving you is all about getting support. Sometimes you need to bring in the support network. And like I've said, for the deep darks, as I call them, I highly recommend counseling. I mean, I recommend counseling for life in general, not just the deep darks, but in particular for the deep darks, the right counselor can help you process your feelings, your thoughts, and give you strategies to move forward. So the right support system also means friends and family, and I am a huge proponent of finding your chosen family. Not all of us have a supportive family of origin, but you can find and cultivate your chosen family. Who are the people who have your back who will answer your 3 a.m. phone call? That list does not have to be long, but you need at least one person. And if you don't have that one person in your life, I highly recommend Again, counseling or looking into the number for your local distress center. It's just, it's important to have someone to call, someone to go to when you are really feeling delicate. Now, support can also come in the form of a tribe of individuals going through or who have gone through what you're experiencing. So, for example, when I was in my deep dark of postpartum depression, my community wasn't actually in my birth and babies group as I thought it would be. But it was in a community of women who had all personally experienced postpartum. We didn't end up becoming besties necessarily, but we could provide at the time that sounding board, that 
I've been there, mama, understanding that I so craved. As a society, we put so much pressure on one another to do it all, to be perfect. But what if instead we recognized overwhelm for what it was? Human. (sighs) And here's the thing that I always come back to. You're going to be overwhelmed in life. It is impossible to avoid it. Life throws curveballs at us. It piles on way more than we think we're capable of. And some seasons are just way harder than others. But with the right coping mechanism, you can move through overwhelm faster and more efficiently. So I would love to hear which of these strategies you are going to try or you have tried in the past, what's worked. You can follow me on social. I'm at Girl Tries Life on pretty much all platforms. And if you want to join the 121 day challenge, so for those of you that don't know what the 121 day challenge is, uh, if you sign up for my newsletter, then it's an opportunity for you to get weekly content that I do not share on my blog, that I do not share on the podcast, so you only get it there. And I'm really encouraging you to see this last third of the year as an opportunity to focus on yourself. Now that could be focusing on your health, that could be focusing on your business, going back to school, whatever it is that brings you that vibrancy, that thing that makes you tick, it's your chance to focus on that before all the craziness of Christmas, holidays, New Year's, all that kind of stuff. January is not the time to start focusing on your goals because most people fail at their New Year's resolutions. So That's what the 121 day challenge is. So again, if you want to sign up for that, you just have to sign up for my newsletter. I'll include a link in the description today and in the show notes, which again are at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash eight three. And you might be saying, hey, there's less than 121 days left. Well, yes, that's because September 1st to December 31st is 121 days. But what I will do this weekend, so this weekend's newsletter comes out on Saturday is I will make sure to link to the really great resources that I included in the first few weeks. So that's uh, a plan for how to create your 121 day, how to work on your 121 day goal. So you can just adapt that for what you're working on. It really gives you clarity around it. It helps you get consistent, all that kind of stuff. I will make sure to include all those goodies if you sign up this week. And if you don't, and if you still want it, just email me at girltrieslife.com at gmail.com. So before I end today, I always love to support the women in my life who are doing incredible things. And I just want to give a shout out to my good friend and the very first guest on this podcast, y'all, Stephanie Pollock. She is a business and a leadership coach, and she works with women who are taking on brave, bold business plans. So she has a leadership mastermind that is starting in 18 days. And so she's accepting applications until October 15th. So I highly, highly recommend you check it out. So in the Leadership League Mastermind, they're going to focus on your BAM, your bold ass move. You're going to create a space together for support and a loving push to help you rise up and claim a bigger, bolder vision of your business trajectory. Some of the examples of her mastermind members that you know, took on their bands. One of them claimed her role as a CEO, expanded her business from Canada into Mexico, and she led a new growing team forward while keeping her values intact. One of them published her first book and took on a hundred acts of promotion and outreach to spread the word. 
Another revamped her entire business ecosystem to streamline operations, learned to say no to opportunities that pulled her away from her zone of genius work, and ultimately went from underbooked to fully booked in a matter of months. So basically, she's got a ton more of testimonials like this. But I highly recommend that you check out, if this is, if you're working on a business, I highly recommend you check out Stephanie's Leadership Lead Math leadership league mastermind which i will link to in today's show notes so again i really want you to have a fantastic week if you're feeling overwhelmed it is totally okay it happens try one of these strategies and it will give you some solace a little bit of a reprieve it doesn't solve everything but i tell you when you're in the depths of the darks getting that reprieve is so important for your mental health So if you want to make sure that you don't miss an episode, I highly recommend that you subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. And uh, we will chat next time. (music) 